It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 57. Hot, hot. I don't believe what I just saw. Bill McKenzie kicks a 38-yard field goal of the final play of the football game. Five seconds left in the game. Do you believe in miracles? Yes! It is a great night to be a Mountaineer wherever you may be. From the home of the state's land-grant institution, inside the Health Plan Studios, in the Dale B. Miller Building in Morgantown, it's time for the state's most listened to sports talk show. This is the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. CityNet, cybersecurity experts for the digital age. And now, across the state of West Virginia and beyond, Sports Line is on the air. And across the state of West Virginia, good evening, everybody. We welcome you in here on the 24th day of January 2024. It's a Wednesday night, and thanks for being with us. It's kind of rainy out there right now. Can't complain. I mean, heck, 24th day of January. Not bad. Yeah. Not bad. This point last week, we yeah. were in single digits temperature-wise, yeah. and, and the precipitation was not rain. Correct. Coach Hunter's here. Senator is here. And uh, I'm a little bit uh, out of sorts because the monitor that we have in the studio, we have four monitors in the studio, and we have three televisions. Well, there are four monitors, but three TVs that we always have on sports. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth monitor is the monitor from our video stream because our show is always available on a video stream. And I looked up there, and all there is is a television mounting bracket. So did someone come in and steal it? No, being worked on. It's been having issues for a while. It's getting worked on. Oh, yeah. Okay. I got you. So they're efforting? They are. To fix that. Okay. What do you, you put one of them big old tubes in it? What do you, what do, well, you do probably, now? Yeah, probably. They'll, protect it. They'll probably take it over to the RCA dealer. <laughs> he'll, probably, he'll probably put it up on the, on, the, on the bench, and he'll probably fix it. Now the TVs cost $8 each. I mean, you could probably just throw that one. Couldn't we just throw that probably. one away? It might be the most cost-effective, yeah, yes. I think so. Who fixes a TV anymore? All right, Senator's here, Coach Hunter's here, and we're with you. The uh, number to call, actually, no call, text 304-TALK-304, 304-TALK-304. Later on in the program, Joe Bricado of Metro News Sports will join us. They've got high school sports line coming up at 7.06 tonight on many of these same stations. But uh, it's that time of the year. Metro News High School Basketball Power Index is out. A ranking of all teams Throughout the state, brought to us by the Thornhill Auto Group, and Joe will uh, have some insight into that. Meanwhile, we jump into last night's result between the Mountaineer basketballers 
and the UCFs. Long night for the Golden Blue. Interesting night. Not the kind you want, but interesting. Takeaways. First, go, Coach Hunter. I mean, it started at the tip, right? I mean, it, this thing began bad and really got no better. West Virginia tried to make a fight, but, I mean, it was never realistic they were going to make a run at this thing. And, and, Brad, you always talk about, especially in basketball, and I guess baseball too, I mean, you can't take one result and just automatically extrapolate that down to the next one. We've seen West Virginia a lot this year. Played really well at Kansas, but the, the true sample of this team is – they got a lot of deficiencies, and they all came to the forefront again last night. Yeah, matchups matter, and unfortunately for West Virginia, that one against UCF just did not – West Virginia didn't match up well. Their size really bother, bothered West Virginia. Their physicality bothered West Virginia. There was a, a couple things we were looking for going into that game. One of them was the ability to get to the free throw line. These were the number one and number two teams in the league in free throw rate. In Big 12 play, UCF was two, West Virginia was one. Massive advantage on the UCF side of things as they come out plus 15 points at the line. So we can go a lot of different places and talk about a bunch of different things that happened last night. That was probably ball game right there, that they got 15 points at the line. And for them, for an offensive team in, in the nights that struggles mightily at times, for them to be plus 15 points, that's probably ball game right there. We can we can go on and on and we will, but that to me was the thing that jumped out. We we can go on and on and we will. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna break it all apart. So one of the things I've been referring to today is what you oftentimes talk about is situational advantage, situational disadvantage. So I look at this thing now in hindsight, and and as you said, a lot of a lot of things going against West Virginia. One of which was that Houston absolutely embarrassed UCF on Saturday to the point where they limited the Knights to just seven made baskets in the entire game. Wow. So they've been living on that for a couple of days, and that doesn't feel good. So then you come back home, and now you've got a home game. Here's your chance to get better. Well, West Virginia, conversely, had the big win on Saturday against Kansas, and everyone for a couple of days is telling you how great you are and giving you a pat on the back, and then you go out on the road. And if you're not ready to go from the time that ball goes up in the air, and I mean when that ball goes up in the air, you, be, you better be ready to get into a, an alley fight. And quite simply, West Virginia was not. I was watching UCF warm up, and they look like men, older men, older men, that had played a lot of basketball and that were just physically strong and big. And I went like, eh, don't, don't like this. Don't like the way this, don't like the way this. And then you look at their size and they just got a big, big team, seven foot, six, 11, six, 10. And then it started and they got pushed around and then they started to ask for calls. And when you ask these officials for fouls, you might as well, you know, what you might as well be saying, you might be saying like, hey, please don't call any fouls against them because the second you start begging for them, you're not going to get them. That leads to the boiling point with Raekwon Battle, who gets frustrated. I get it. He is getting hammered. He is getting whacked, but they're not going to give it to him. And then 10 minutes to go, he gets the boot, and off you go. So just – 
I get it. I could see it. And the problem is a lot of what his, a lot of what West Virginia's weaknesses are, you can't fix this season. And that is just a lack of physicality. Can't fix that one. Just can't fix that one. Yeah, that was one last night. And that's why for this West Virginia team, uh, officiating style matters. And it, it did not favor West Virginia last night. They let a lot of contact go. That was certainly in favor of the Knights. The other thing, guys, the reason we talk about matchups so often leading into games, what does the other team do well? How can you attack it? It showed up last night. We said, Greg, we, for the last two nights, we've talked about you probably weren't going to get shots at the rim against UCF. Their length was going to bother you. Didn't it bother West Virginia last yeah, night? I mean, Pat, Pat had a couple great looks at the rim, but he had to alter it just enough mm-hmm. that it wouldn't go down for him. The pick and roll was ineffective. One game after having the best pick and roll output that you've had all season, you come up with zero points from the roll man. Their length bothered West Virginia. We said for two days you were going to have to take three-pointers. That's what they make you do. They do protect the rim. They force you to take threes. Well, that worked. West Virginia made their threes, made 11 of them, third most all season, shot it well from three-point range. But here's the problem, guys. They had a 48% three-point attempt rate, meaning almost half of their shots came from three. That's not when this team is at its best. And if you're UCF, you're saying, have at it. Go ahead. Just make threes because we're just going to turn the other way and come right at you and get those free throws. So, West Virginia took what was available to it, but didn't do enough outside of those three-pointers to score baskets. That's part of why West Virginia didn't get to the line very much, because they settled for just three-point right. jump shots. Yeah. And now you're, you're laying your hat on the impending return of Jesse Edwards, who, in listening to you with uh, Coach Eilert after the game, sounds like there's a good chance that he could play some on Saturday. Right. But it's not like he's a physical banger. I mean, right. it gives you a whole lot of – Size, athletic ability, skill inside, but th- that problem with just being pushed around isn't necessarily what he's going to overcome on his right. own. Yeah, Devin Williams is not going to walk yeah. onto the floor. Sagabaugh Kanate, Derek Culver, put in your names of Kevin the past. Jones. Kevin yeah. Jones, those are the dudes that just play a different style. And these guys, you know, that's just not their style of play. And it does not assist you in this league. Uh, it's better to be big, strong, and physical. Here's the bad news about it: is next Wednesday night, Cincinnati comes in here. That's how they're built. They're long, they're physical, and they're tough. Yeah, they are. Western has been tougher at home. They they've shown yes, an ability to fight you at home. Drexel was a physical game. Kansas was a physical game. Those are both games West Virginia won. Texas, for that matter. I mean, they're West. It's just. Again, it's that Jekyll and Hyde, and we've seen that, guys. This isn't a, a this-year thing. We've seen this over the last few years. When West Virginia has gone on the road, it has really struggled. So that's not something that is just popping up right now. This goes back a number of years. Real quick, to give you a number to tie in what I was saying there about getting to the rim, West Virginia just 5 of 14 on shots within 4.5 feet of the rim. 5 of 14. So that the percentage of shots taken, there's only 24%. So less than a quarter of your shots were at the rim. And then 5 of 14 at the basket. Yep. That told wow. the story. Yeah. I mean, Ibrahim Diallo uh, was just an intimidating force around the basket. And as you said, it forces you just to make a little modification in your shot. And they just would not go down for Pat Sumnick last night, among others. Mm-hmm. And as a result of that, uh, you end up getting yourself into a predicament. Uh, give them credit again. You know, there's not a game this season that I can recall where they mailed it in. They battle literally to the final seconds of games. 
but you just to win, you just can't put yourself in such a deficit that you're all night long trying to come from behind. They got it to what nine? Did they get to single figures? Ten, Ten was the closest. They didn't in, get in down to nine run. at one point. No. Ten. Because that's a disappointing part too. Is is there were times when you were making a run and all of the deficiencies you had, you couldn't score at the rim. You weren't getting to the free throw line. You got hammered in points off turnovers. And yet it felt like there was a chance to make a couple runs at that team. Mm -hmm. That, as you look back, the way it played, the numbers don't show it, but that's one that you look at and is exactly what we said. There's not going to be easy road games in this league. That was not one of them. Had you played better, you had a chance there, but you just didn't all night. Yeah, it was kind of a unique weird intriguing box score for if you just watch that game and i said to you when it was over hey guess what ucf only made one more basket than west virginia you'd go like that's not true but it was they made 22 field goals to west virginia's 21 and if i said to you west virginia made more threes than they did they go well no that's not true no they made four more west virginia had 11 to ucf seven the difference is at the foul line they go 21 of 25 West Virginia, 6 of 10, plus 15. You lose by 13. Game, set, and match. And you get out-rebounded, 45 to 34. They outscore you in the paint by 10. Points off of turnovers, they outscore you by 13, 18-5. Fast break, plus 18 for them, 24 to 6. So... It's just one of those interesting boxes that you kind of go like, hmm, interesting. Yeah, Unique and yes, where Jesse Edwards, Greg, where Jesse Edwards would help you, mm-hmm. the, the rebounding instantly gets better. That, that's yeah. the first part of that. We, we Every game we talk, Josh Eilert talks about it every game, yep. you got to rebound. He always starts with the rebounding. So that immediately gets better with Jesse Edwards in there. You go from a guy right now, you're, you know, we're, we're excited when somebody gets six rebounds and say it was a good effort. Jesse was averaging almost nine and was a constant double-double guy. So that right away, and realizing he's going to play limited minutes to, to get his legs back, but that changes the dynamic of the rebounding both offensively and defensively right away. Stay with us. Our text line is 304-TALK-304-304-TALK-304. 304, Joe Bercato will be with us about 635 this evening, and we invite you to stay tuned. More coming up, sitting at Statewide Sports Line. West Virginia, high-speed fiber internet is coming, and CityNet is helping lead the way to connection. CityNet is West Virginia's local technology company. Their home office's phone number starts with 304. And long after the West Virginia fiber project is completed, CityNet will still be your local internet connection. No more 1-800-I-can't-talk-to-a-human. Reach out to your neighbors at CityNet. When it comes to technology, CityNet connects, protects, and perfects. We can all agree that hearing aids are expensive. No more. Fruit Pharmacy now offers hearing aids at affordable pricing. You can find the perfect over-the-counter NuvoMed hearing aid, and you'll have money left over to go to a concert and put that new aid to the test. Choose from the DigiEar Plus, Max, Pro, or Lite. Not only are you saving hundreds of dollars, but you also get a one-year warranty. And NuvoMed has a 45-day money-back guarantee. Visit your local Fruit today for your next hearing aid. Your hometown family pharmacy for over 70 years.
If a fire occurred in your home, would your smoke alarms work? Don't wait for a tragedy to find out. Smoke alarms are designed to give you and your family the precious seconds you need to safely escape. Test your smoke alarms every month by pressing the test button until the alarm sounds. Depending on the type of battery in your smoke alarm, you may need to change the batteries at least once a year or whenever the low battery warning chirps, and never remove the batteries for any reason. Remember, having working smoke alarms is not only a good idea, it's the law. A message from the West Virginia State Fire Marshal's Office. Thanks to all who have sent in some fantastic pictures of your hunting and fishing adventures to our Hoodoo Sports Trophy Photo Contest. Check out the gallery at the Outdoors page of WBMetroNews.com. Also, submit your pictures now and get in on the final monthly drawing, plus the grand prize drawing, a Hoodoo Sports Fishing Kayak, for which we'll draw during the month of February. Learn how to submit your pick by clicking the Hoodoo Sports icon at the Outdoors page of WBMetroNews.com. And remember, if it's a trophy to you, it's a trophy to us. From the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. This Saturday and every Saturday throughout the high school basketball season. Don't miss the high school basketball roundup, a weekly update of high school teams across the mountain state featuring scores, rankings, and in-depth features. Join Kyle Wiggs, Joe Bracado, and your host, Fred Persinger, for the latest high school basketball news on the high school basketball roundup from the voice of high school sports in West Virginia, the Metro News Radio Network. Hi, this is Hoppy Kirchival, inviting you to join me weekdays from 10.06 till noon for Metro News Talk Line. Each day, I try to provide the very latest news and information about our state and our nation. I interview newsmakers and thought leaders who help us better understand these stories. Yes, I mix in my observations, but mostly I just want us to be better informed. So I'm inviting you to be my radio and streaming companion as we sort out and work through the news and information of each day. That's Talk Line, weekdays, 10.06 till noon on this Metro News Radio Station. Hey everybody, it's Tony Caridi. And I'm Brad Howe. And that makes two of the three guys that bring you the podcast entitled Creatively Enough. Three guys before the game. It's our opportunity to really drill down on WVU football and basketball. We break down the opponent and then review every single game. We'll give you some numbers. We'll bicker back and forth. We'll take your calls, your texts, your tweets, and get into some of your questions. And we invite you to join us each and every episode at Three Guys Before the Game from Metro News. Metro News Capital Report, bringing you the latest news from the West Virginia State Capitol Complex and the 2024 Legislative Session. Hoppy Kerchival, Jeff Jenkins, Brad McElhinney, and the rest of the Metro News staff bring you daily updates on what's happening inside the House of Delegates and State Senate, including committee meetings and introduction of bills. Each weekday morning and afternoon, get the Capital Report on your favorite Metro News radio station. for being with us city night statewide sports line on this wednesday night your text coming up in just a matter of seconds when you need to see clearly why not go to the best wvi institute you are treated by highly trained specialists providing a variety of comprehensive eye care services for adults and children from 
routine eye exams to specialty services, including diabetic eye disease, laser vision correction, oculoplastic surgical care, and more. The experts at the WVUI Institute committed to improving your vision. You can call 855-WVU-CARE to schedule an appointment. That's 855-WVU-CARE to schedule an appointment. Coming up uh, later in the program, the ACC is releasing its football schedule, has today. And you say, so what? West Virginia's not in the ACC. True, 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 true. But when you start to look at some of these games, it only underscores the lunacy of the new world we're about to get into. And we'll talk about that later. I don't want to do it right now, but we'll do that a little bit later. Our text line is open at 304-TALK-304. From the uh, text line, texter says, I think they need to stop those passes cross-court. Those are turnovers waiting to happen every time. Well, that is a higher probability to get a uh, turnover on. However, at the same time, the skip pass can be incredibly effective when you have forced a defense to one side of the floor, the skip pass, because the ball moves faster than legs. It does. Can get you a walk-in, step-in three. But you're right. Uh, high risk, high reward if you are able to get it over there. And you've got to be able to do it. No question about that. From the text line, so many issues with that game. We had two guys on the bench that should have started and the officiating was terrible. So you don't say who the two are. Um, I'm assuming one would be Jesse Edwards. And I don't know who else. Noah, maybe. Maybe Noah Farrakhan. So, um, and the officiating was terrible. Well, was the officiating terrible? Or did it work out terribly for West Virginia? So Kansas on Saturday could have said, you know what? The officiating was terrible. West Virginia made more free throws than we attempted. That's what Kansas could have said. They did on some of their social media areas. And they did. And now West Virginia, guess what? They can say the same thing about UCF. Was it called a certain style? Yes. And that certain style is you have got to play through contact. No ifs, no ands, no buts. And I told Dave Weekly on his show last hour, I mean, the mentality you have to have is it's like you're playing playground basketball, summer basketball, where there is no official, and you just play through the contact. If you don't have that mentality, they're not bailing you out. Plain and simple. They're not going to bail you out. In terms of Jesse Edwards not starting or playing, I mean – Obviously, Josh Eilert just doesn't want to put him in harm's way right now. Just doesn't think the risk is is ready because I'm sure he'd use him in a heartbeat. But it's it's a long-term game, right? Sure. So you don't see practice. And as a result of that, I don't think you'd say that if you saw practice. If Jesse Edwards was ready last night, Jesse Edwards would have played. Jesse Edwards wasn't ready. He got the brace off last Friday after not moving it for four weeks. It's not like you take the brace off and all of a sudden, everything is totally good, man, I'm ready to go. Keep this in mind. When Just before he got hurt, the 
plan of opposing teams was just to whack the living heck out of them. The last thing he needs right now is a tomahawk across his hand and his wrist. Like, you got to let him be totally comfortable with when it's time to go. No one wants to play more. No one's had to, wanted to play more in the last four weeks, five weeks, whatever it's been, than him. He wants to play. But at the same time, you know, I watched him practice the other day. He was still favoring the right wrist when he's putting shots up. You can't put yourself in harm's way. No. If he was ready, he'd go. Hopefully it'll be Saturday, several more days, right? You just get that confidence. You get that strength back. Say, okay, I'm good to go. Put him out there now and he got hurt again. That's when somebody should be criticized. Yeah, you, can't, uh, you, you can't push. You can't push. It's, it's, a, it's a safety thing for him. And trust me, like I said, if he felt I'm good to go, he wants to play, what do you think about? Uh, texter. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> You're a doctor. Put a soft cast on his wrist or tape it up real good and put a big sweatband on it. Well, that'll work. I didn't think about the big sweatband. Sure. Put a big cast, big, put a big soft cast on the hand that he shoots with. And then I'll put a sweatband on it. That'll do it. Saturday, West Virginia, Oklahoma State. And you talk about situational stuff. So Oklahoma State led for a good chunk of that game against TCU last night and could not pull it off. They're now winless in league play. And let's talk about the situation here, Senator. So what are they looking at? They're looking at West Virginia going like, here comes our opportunity to get ourselves a win. West Virginia looks at Oklahoma State and says, they're winless in the league. We got two. Here's our opportunity to get another win. Something gives. They yes. haven't won in the league. West Virginia hasn't won on the road. So something gives here on Saturday. Well, you've got to go in and be ready to play against them. They, they've certainly got some deficiencies. That's why they're struggling to win. They had TCU down pretty significantly last night and just couldn't hold it. Turnovers couldn't uh, hold that lead. So you've got to go in and be ready to play. You've got to make shots. That's two straight games now where you've made shots. If you're trying to look for bright spots here, that's, that's the critical part of this team is when it makes shots, it usually has a chance. Didn't last night. Go into Iba Arena and you make some of those shots, you're going to be right around it. That's two straight games. So, Greg, you talk about performances that you can pick up. Can Josiah Harris come close to what he did last night? Five of eight from three-point land. He had eight rebounds. That's one of those contributions that from Josiah Harris you thought maybe was possible. You've seen some talent there and some spark. Can he replicate that again? You get Raekwon Battle back. I would assume he's raring to go against Oklahoma State. But you're obviously going to have to play a lot better because I think you're right. I think if you're Oklahoma State, you're staring at West Virginia saying, here's our chance to get off the snide in this conference. And for West Virginia, as you said, the same thing. If you're going to get a road win in the league this year, this is your best odds-on opportunity. And again, it's a place that all of a sudden, I mean, years ago, that arena was incredible. You, Tony, you've been there in recent years. Oh, yeah. It's it's just a, a fraction of what it used yeah, to you be. Yeah, can, uh, you can go in there without having to deal. Like, like, 
I give those guys credit last night, right? I give them credit. They do a pretty good. They they, they did a nice job. I don't know what the attendance. I never saw the attendance 8, on the hundred. Eighty-eight mm-hmm. out of ten thousand seat yeah. arena. So I yeah. thought it was a nice crowd, and they 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 got it hooping. They got good student turnout. It was loud. They do a lot of stuff. It's good entertainment. It was lively. It was good. I don't know that that'll be the case Saturday. No, it will it, not. They, be. There was nobody there last night in that TCU game. No. And again, this this Oklahoma State team has a lot of deficiencies. They turn it over a lot. They don't get many steals. They don't get to the free throw line very much. And when they do, they don't shoot it well from there. Defensively, they're okay. They're not great. There, there's a chance to go in here and do some things. They don't get to the rim a lot. They rely on shooting. So can you get up and can you guard a little bit and make it difficult to shoot the ball? If you do, you should have some success on Saturday. Tony, you can answer a question. We were pondering last night how many West Virginia fans were there because a lot of Mountaineers and West Virginia expats live in that area. A several, lot? Several hundred. Uh-huh. Several. Sammy Marone's dad was there. Oh, really? Yeah, the Bulls' dad. a cowboy hat? The Bulls, no, they did not. No, the Bulls' dad was there. Saw um, uh, saw Chris Giuliani's brother. Mm. Yeah, he was mm-hmm. he was down there. He lives down there, and uh, well, in the winter, people go back. You never really got a chance to hear him though, because you were never no. in the game. So correct, correct. That would have been tough to gauge. Yeah, Joe Bricado is coming up. Um, and again, and this will be <laughs> this is, and I don't mean to be disrespectful, but just one more. One more, the texter responded about the cast, soft cast on the hand. And he did say, not, I don't want to cast on his hand, his wrist. It's his wrist that's bad. Yeah, it is the wrist, but think about it. Now, just hold your hand up. In basketball, when you shoot, you have to have the wrist being able to move. It has to have absolute full fluid movement. If you put anything on the wrist like maybe if it was his left hand and you put something like that on there since that's just the guide hand and he could grab a ball yes but his right hand when it comes to shooting it you you can't put anything on it now when he goes out there and plays now they'll have it they'll have a bandage around it just to tighten it but like a cast or anything of significance you got to be really careful because if you don't have the move you don't have the ability to do up and down and quick movements, you, you're, you're hurting yourself. Yeah, that's one. But I, I do think one of the bigger concerns, and it will still be a concern whenever he reappears, is the digging down into the post and swinging at him, which is exactly what caused that's the injury from UMass. Yeah. That's the part you've got to be worried about. You're holding the ball, getting ready to make a move, and you've got those guys like hyenas coming in there just taking full-on swings at him. That's what got it hurt in the first place. Exactly. And all it's going to cost them is a foul. Yeah. But it could cost you a re-injury, and then you're done. Yeah. Then just, guess what? It's February. Now we're done. That's what you don't want. Brad, and you'd pointed out to me when we were at a game, one of his best moves is going up through contact when a guy comes through him, bringing his, the ball up through that mm-hmm. contact. He's getting whacked in yeah. doing so, but that's one of the best moves he's had. Yeah, it is. Stay with us when we come back. Joe Bricado with a preview of tonight's high school sports line. More of your text coming up later on. And that ACC football schedule. Some interesting bedfellows in that schedule. We'll take a break. More coming up. And by the way, the Big 12 football schedule, according to reports from The Athletic, due out next Wednesday. Next Wednesday, we'll finally 
get the schedule. Stay with us. WVU Medicine Children's has been named the number one children's hospital in West Virginia by U.S. News and World Report. For the third year in a row, we're the largest group of pediatric primary, specialty, and high-risk maternal care providers in the state. And we're home to the state's only pediatric cardiac surgery program and pediatric epilepsy monitoring unit. Trust the top children's hospital in the state. WVU Medicine Children's. Visit WVUKids.com. It's good to have options when choosing health coverage for your family, your employees, and your company. You want to plan with people you know, like the health plan, known for exceptional local customer service, and are headquartered right here in West Virginia. We are families, we are businesses. And we are all moving forward together. We are here for you. The Health Plan. Golf Week called Pete Dye Golf Club one of America's best modern courses. Golf Digest recently called Pete Dye one of America's 100 greatest courses. And Pete Dye calls it 18 of the most exciting and memorable holes I've ever built on one course. Pete Dye Golf Club invites you to join the only course named after the legendary designer himself national, corporate, and local memberships available now for a limited time. Visit PeteDye.com to learn more. Come play where the Mountaineers play at Pete Dye Golf Club. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. West Virginia Outdoors is the Mountain State's only hook and bullet radio show dedicated to the more than quarter million hunters and anglers across the state. Award-winning host Chris Lawrence has been tracking down hunting and fishing stories for more than 25 years. No matter where we stalk the fish, they're ultimately going to look for the best suitable habitat. And as an angler, that's the secret of learning how to read the water and learning where the fish are most likely to be staged for feeding. Whether it's hunting and fishing news or just compelling stories about the enjoyment of the great outdoors. And then right after the cold spell, he started to pattern and uh, I came in and it was the first time I'd hunted him in the morning. About 8.30, he strolled in and uh, I finally connected with two days left in the season, really. West Virginia Outdoors covers it all Saturday mornings at 7.06 a.m. And for your daily fix, Outdoors Today brings you two and a half minutes of news and notes from the woods and water every weekday morning on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Hey everybody, it's Tony Caridi. And I'm Greg Hunter. And I'm Brad Howe. And we invite you to join us Sunday through Fridays right here on the Metro News Radio Network. It's the CityNet Statewide Sports Line. We talk West Virginia University football, basketball, baseball, you name it. If it's got anything to do with the Golden Blue, we're on it. And don't forget the text line available every night. So we invite you to join us. The Senator, Coach Hunter, and me, Tony Caridi. It's the CityNet Statewide Sports Line on Metro News. News in the Mountain State happens quick. And for decades, you have depended on Metro News for accurate news delivered fast. Now here's your chance to help keep your fellow West Virginians informed. If you see news happening, become a Metro News Hawk by texting news to 35651. If you take a picture or video of what you see, submit that as well. Text the word news to 35651 to submit your tip or story. Standard texting rates apply. Please don't text and drive.
Thanks for being with us on this Wednesday evening. West Virginia women's basketball returns to the court on Saturday afternoon at the Coliseum. They will try to avenge an earlier loss to Iowa State. Should be a good one. Two o'clock tip-off at the uh, Coliseum. Same exact time, right, that the men play. Right on top yep. of each other again. Again. Yeah, I hate when that happens. Please welcome to the program of Metro News Sports, Mr. Joe Bricado. Good evening to you, sir. Good evening, guys. How are you, buddy? Doing very well, thanks. Great, 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 great. So you've got your show coming up with the rest of the gang. Who are our hosts this evening? Who do you have in there with you? Uh, be Kyle Wiggs piloting the ship and bringing the necessary elements of class and sophistication to the show that I just do not bring. I love this guy. I love you. I love this guy. All right, so first things first. We'll talk about the show in a second. Metro News High School Power Index is out. For those that may not be familiar with how that works, I'll give a layman's explanation and then you help me with it. Basically, it takes the team's winning percentage, straight winning percentage, and then has a calculation to determine its schedule strength. They put the two of those together in some form of integer-related equation, and that derives a power ranking and then every single school that plays the game is ranked one to the bottom. One through 122 this year, and you've uh, set it up very well. But basically, yeah, those are the two elements of the equation. So it's not an opinion poll in any way. It is strictly uh, all about the data. And the number one team overall is one of the three unbeaten teams in the state of West Virginia, in the Spring Mills Cardinals. Spring Mills off to an 11-0 start. And that includes a victory over the defending, the two-time defending Quad A champs in Morgantown. The Mohegans checking in at number two. So, is it fair to say that the accuracy of this improves the more games that you put into it? Absolutely, yes. By the time you get to the end of the year, because a lot of the teams uh, have passed the halfway point of the season, but you still have some teams are only eight, nine games deep into the season because a couple of postponements or because the head coaches like to backload the second half of their schedule with more games to gear up uh, for March. But certainly as you get further along in the process, uh, it does start to have a little bit of a better uh, indication of where things stand. Among the four classifications, are there any that you that left you with your mouth agape when, oh, no, that's not right? No, I was kind of wondering in Class A, and, and you can check out the full index at the website, and uh, below the index you can also check out the top ten teams in each classification. The one I was kind of curious was going to be Class A, in which case Tug Valley. The Panthers are the number one team in Class A. They're overall number 32 in the index. I was kind of curious to see who would be the number one team because there are a lot of candidates right around them. Wahama is number two. Tucker County is number three. Uh, that was the one I was most curious to see. And also, uh, who was going to end up being the number three team in the index? Thought it might be Fairmont Senior, the top team in AAA, but it was Charleston Catholic, the top team in Class AA, that is the number three team, Fairmont Senior, uh, also unbeaten. They are number four at 9-0. and And according to the index, Charleston Catholic, which is undefeated at 12-0, and has a pretty substantial lead in terms of that percentage point. Yes, very much. And Charleston Catholic has played a number of great teams throughout the start of their schedule. They're off to a 12-0 and start. And I think what really helped them was two victories that they had at the Willie Akers Classic last weekend in Logan where they beat a pair of undefeated teams at the time in both Williamstown and Tug Valley. So those two games did a lot to improve their strength of schedule. Joe, let's jump off the power index for a second, talk about some games that happened last night. One of them that we talked about on the show on Sportsline last night, 
that was getting ready to tip off Wheeling Park, Morgantown on the girls' side, meeting for what will be about uh, one of the 15 times they'll meet this season. Wheeling Park with the well, they win. Won't play, they won't play that many, not 15. Joe, I'm close though, right, give or take? Well, if uh, it plays out like it should, it will be 15 times over the course of three years. <laughs> so, yeah, you would be 100% correct. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a lot those teams have played, which is great because that's high-level basketball with, with stars on both sides. Last night, the star among stars, Lala Woods had 28 as Wheeling Park gets that win. Yeah, big victory for the Patriots as they were able to even up the season series with Morgantown. The Mohegans won by nine when they played uh, here in Morgantown back in December. Wheeling Park evens things up, and in all likelihood, those two teams will match up again in the OVAC championship game next Saturday. But a big victory for the Patriots as they get to 12-3 and on the season. You mentioned Lala Woods, the junior guard. She hit the 1,000-point mark for her career, so she's the second player second junior on that team to reach the 1,000-point mark. Alexis Bordas had already done so, and uh, both of those players have Division One scholarship opportunities waiting for them. And uh, look forward to talking with their head coach, Ryan Young, on High School Sports Line tonight. Tell me about this young fella at Tucker County that someone told me went into Trinity earlier this week mm-hmm. and dunked it four times. And there were probably a couple more opportunities out there. But Garrett Wilfong and uh, their head coach, Daniel Helmick, says he's easily the most athletic player on the team. And uh, that was on display against Trinity. A good Trinity team was probably going to be in the state tournament in Class AA. But uh, Wilfong had four dunks. Uh, three of them were on uh, breakaways that I believe he caused the steal to start the breakaway. Uh, but that Tucker County team is a very, very strong side, 9-2 and two and uh, the, the deal with them is they got off to a slow start at 1-2 and two because they had a lot of their guys who were just getting out of football right. season. They advanced all the way to Thanksgiving weekend in the semifinals, so they had to get those guys back in basketball shape. Once they've done so, they've won eight in a row. Yeah, Jed I mean, Drenning ever had four dunks in a game? Jed, I don't think Jed participated <laughs> in the basketball sport. I think he our, was our, our favorite Tucker County. Yeah, I just I was just with him this afternoon, and uh, no, he's more of a uh, more of a football guy. By the way, uh, let's throw it in here. ESPN breaking news. Jim Harbaugh will be the next coach of the Los Angeles Chargers. So, Michigan, you're on the clock, coaching vacancy. Harbaugh played that wonderfully, didn't he? Got suspended for a half a dozen games this year, wins the national championship, and then walks away from his alma mater and said, good to have you, thanks for being here, see you later. Wow, what a gut punch for Michigan. Yeah, just when they get back to the top. So transfer anyway. portal now opens yeah. for all Wolverines exactly. for the next 30 days. Exactly. Everyone jumps on the list. Well, all right. So did I already ask you this? I didn't give me the rundown of your guest tonight. Yep. As I mentioned, Ryan Young from Wheeling Park, he'll be uh, up at 730. We've also got two more girls coaches, Holly Pettit of the two-time defending class A state champion Cameron Dragons will also be joined by their senior post player, Ashlyn Van Tassel, who is signed with Youngstown State. Eight o'clock hour, we'll be joined by Wade Williamson of the Wayne girls basketball team. Wayne, one of the few undefeated teams left in girls play. And then a couple of boys head coaches in the eight o'clock hour as well. The veteran Mick Price of Ravenswood, who always brings a great deal of personality to his appearances uh, on the show. And also Scott Sorrow of the Williamstown Yellow Jackets, uh, the final guest on the program. Hold on real quick before you go. Does Youngstown State's women's program have somebody living in the state? Well, see, that's the thing. They're going to lose a couple of players uh, to eligibility uh, that are going to graduate this year. So Ashlyn Van Tassel is part of the next group that's going to keep the West Virginia pipeline alive. Because they have, what do they have, four? At least three. I believe it's four. Uh, yeah, that's Emily Saunders from Wyoming East, Shea Kirby from Parkersburg. 
Paige Shaw and Dina Geralds from St. Joe's. So four, yes. And I believe there may have been one or two others recently. But, uh, yeah, that's a pipeline that they've got to keep going. And Van Tassel is the, uh, the next part of that. Outstanding. All right, we encourage people to listen tonight. 706 High School Sports Line. Thank you, Joe. You got it. Thanks, guys. Joe Bricado. What is community risk reduction, or CRR as you've probably heard it? Community risk reduction means checking your smoke alarms to make sure they're working properly. It means having a plan in case of an emergency. It means being vigilant and checking on your neighbors. Community risk reduction is not a new program. It's a mindset change. If it's predictable, it's preventable. The CRR approach increases public safety because of the collective work with the community to understand, assess, and provide inclusive solutions to community safety issues. Brought to you by the Office of the State Fire Marshal. Despite the ill-fated efforts of President Biden and his wealthy New York friends, West Virginia coal is thriving and being shipped to 45 countries worldwide. Given its high quality and clean burning properties, countries across the globe are demanding and consuming it. And in-state production continues to grow with billions of dollars of recent investment in West Virginia mining operations. Combined with the reliability of our coal-fired electric manufacturing facilities, West Virginia coal is here to stay. No other fuel in the world matches West Virginia coal for base load generation and steel making. Like a good friend, it's always been and always will be there, keeping the lights on and contributing greatly to our growing economy. In fact, coal continues to sustain 50,000 plus West Virginia jobs, putting food on the table for Mountain State families. Visit friendsofcoal.org to learn more. A message from the Friends of Coal. At WVU Health Affairs, they're committed to improving health in West Virginia, but they can't do it without your help. The Mountain State Assessment of Trends in Community Health, or MATCH, is a survey that one in 14 West Virginians will be selected to participate in. Information collected in the survey helps policymakers and state officials direct health resources to West Virginians who need help the most. You can complete the survey online, by mail, or by phone, and you will be compensated for your time. Visit wvmatchsurvey.org for more information. It's good to have options when choosing health coverage for your family your employees, and your company. You want to plan with people you know, like the Health Plan, known for exceptional local customer service, and are headquartered right here in West Virginia. We are families, we are businesses, and we are all moving forward together. We are here for you, the Health Plan. Live from the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line returns in two minutes on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. WVMetroNews.com, the only website you need to stay informed in the Mountain State. Get the latest news and sports stories, information on the great outdoors, and never miss an episode of your favorite Metro News programs and podcasts, including Talk Line, Hotline, Sports Line, and Three Guys Before the Game. Make a bookmark now and visit WVMetroNews.com first thing every morning to find out what's happening all across the state. WVMetroNews.com. West Virginia Outdoors is the Mountain State's only hook and bullet radio show dedicated to the more than quarter million hunters and anglers across the state. Award-winning host Chris Lawrence has been tracking down hunting and fishing stories for more than 25 years. We used to always joke when we came up here that the smallmouth here are born two pounds. Uh, it's... <laughs> 
it's rare. I mean, it's it's more common to catch a four plus than it is one under 12 inches here. Whether it's hunting and fishing news or just compelling stories about the enjoyment of the great outdoors. Just got back up in my stand around nine o'clock. He came cruising through kind of an open area that I could see on the stand. I was fortunate enough to um, bag him. Probably the biggest red buck I've ever seen with my own eyes. Normally West Virginia deer don't get that wide. West Virginia Outdoors covers it all. Saturday mornings at 7.06 a.m. And for your daily fix, Outdoors Today brings you two and a half minutes of news and notes from the woods and water every weekday morning on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. It's two hours of sports conversation to wrap up your weekend. It's the CityNet Sunday Night Sports Line. Hey, this is Travis Jones. Join myself and Greg Hunter every Sunday night from 6.06 until 8 o'clock as we wrap up the sports weekend. We talk Mountaineers, high school, Mountain East Conference, and the latest in the national scene. The Sunday Sports Line is listener interactive. You can call or text the show at 304-TALK-304. It's a perfect weekend sports wrap-up on your favorite Metro News affiliate or watch the show at WVMetroNews.com. Thanks for being with us. CityNet statewide sports line from our health plan studios. Health plan providing health coverage options, the most trusted carrier for over 40 years. A reminder, network security is very serious business. CityNet serious about protecting your business and your employees from today's constant barrage of cybersecurity threats. Let CityNet be your cybersecurity hero. When it comes to technology, CityNet connects, protects, and perfects. So, the ACC has released its football schedule with the addition of Cal and Stanford. Makes for some interesting games. Start to take a little bit of a look at it now. Taking a look at this yet, guys? Haven't dug deep into it. But I mean, it now it becomes real. Before it was just sort of external, right? Oh, you know, yeah. hey, Cal and SMU and Stanford and – Let's say, let's, let's go yeah. in, let's go a little NC State. Okay. A little NC State. October the nineteenth at Cal. Let's go a little bit before that. Um Stanford in Raleigh on November the second. Now that'll have them run into their seats, right? Now they're actually playing that in Raleigh or are they doing a stopover in Dallas? Or is that just like for swimming and golf? Is not for football. Not for football. Okay. They're gonna they're gonna actually play in the same places uh, in football. Um, perusing the uh, Georgia Tech schedule, for example. Well, this is interesting. Looking at Georgia Tech schedule, they got none of the newbies. None. Hmm. None. Hmm. Right. None of the newbies. They do have uh, Notre Dame, if that's kind of a newbie. Um. Kale, let's just look at Kale's schedule. At Florida State, September 21. Home to Miami, October 5th. Miami to Cal? Miami to Cal. Oh, that's a trip. Throw in October the 26th at home. Little non-conference date. Oregon State's coming over to play. And then they go on a home date. Stanford, November the 23rd. And they're at SMU on November the 30th. Mix it up a little bit. Um, what about the alma mater? What's this new alma mater schedule look like? Syracuse hosts Stanford 
hosts Stanford September the 20th. That'll pack them into the dome, right? <laughs> That'll get them going. Then Syracuse goes to UNLV. And then November 16th, they play at Cal. That, I mean, seriously, all kidding aside, that's when you look at these schedules and go, what are we doing? Right? This is, we, this is the Cal Stanford of the ACC is a weird one. There's no doubt. That's a super duper weird one. Whatever way you want to look at it, it's just like, and, and we're all, and hey, hey, we're in the boat. Next Wednesday, we're going to be talking about the same stuff with us. What day do you go to Arizona? What day, do you, what day is West Virginia going to Arizona? It's just, I get it. I get it. But you don't have to like it. I get it. It's getting weird. And like you said, I think where we're at now is these are just like um, non-conference games. They're all non-conference. They're they all, all non- they all feel non-conferencey. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Text line. Texter says he was at the game last night, watching pregame warmups. Jesse was definitely protecting his right hand, and he would only use his left hand to high five and interact with his teammates. I noticed that too. I noticed that too. When he came to the bench, right hand down, left hand high five. And he's right-handed, correct? He's right-handed. Yeah. So he wasn't putting that out there. Yeah. So that's the deal. Not ready. Hopefully he'll be ready for some minutes on Saturday. Give me three names we're going to hear for the Michigan replacement. Well, their offensive coordinator will be one. One. Anybody else of great wow value? I mean, do they have to? I mean, if it's not Sharon Brown, that's it. It's, it's the offensive coordinator, right? More. Um, more. More. I'm sorry. If it's not him, I mean, it's Michigan. You can get anybody. I would think there'll be a, a professional guy, a pro guy in the mix there. But I don't know. I haven't studied their search. So now you have every player on that Michigan roster available to leave. Go get them. You think there might be some player personnel people across college football tonight that are sitting back with an extra cup of coffee going, okay, here we go. Some intermediaries maybe making some contact. I would bet that didn't just start right now when the news broke. <laughs> you think, you think I would there, think that's already been underway. You think there might be some, some SMS messaging going on? I would think that's underway. Yeah. Off we go. It never ends. It never, never ends. All right. We're done for tonight. Thanks for being with us. Special thanks to our producer, Maggie Stakem. Pride of uh, pride of wheeling. Elite. Running the board back yep, there. Elite. Back again tomorrow night at 6.06. That'll do it for us. CityNet, statewide sports line over and out. Don't forget high school sports line on many of these same stations at 7.06. Also available on our website at wvmetronews.com. Have a good night. From the Health Plan Studios, the CityNet Statewide Sports Line is an exclusive production of the Metro News Radio Network. All rights reserved.